So for the benefit of those just joining the podcast, you may be able to see the video on YouTube or on my page, or you may just be listening to the audio. So a really warm welcome. What I wanted to speak about today on this solo podcast, now those of you who listen to my podcast regularly, you will know that I generally have some awesome guests and got a really great guest coming up soon who's going to talk about affiliate marketing. So look ahead at the episodes to come and also back at the episodes um, on um, Spotify. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about confidence and visibility. So I'm going to run through some ideas and also then give you some follow up where you can get some solid information and tips and hints and strategy to feel confident and feel visible. So confidence, confidence is, you know, it's a very big word and and it comes from different sources. Now, I would say that in certain situations, all of us will be naturally confident because it's it's something that perhaps we're comfortable with. Um, it's something that we're an expert in and we feel confident. Now, it may be something quite, to your mind, maybe something quite small and simple, but don't underestimate it because that is a starting point. Now, I'm not a confidence coach. I'm not an expert in that, but my expertise does come from um, the training I did as a higher education teacher and lecturer, but I've got a treat from the, for you at the end and you'll be able to join a session my colleague Natalie King and I are doing, um, which is all about confidence, which is her slot because she's an awesome confidence coach and my part of the um, presentation and the interactive um I'm calling it a seminar, will be um, about visibility online. So if you're listening to um, the podcast, check down below. And if you might be in time to enroll in this live or we'll give you access to other information. If you're watching now in real time on my Facebook uh, page, you've got plenty of time to see this. So to join us, I mean. OK, so confidence. Um when I was in higher education teaching adults, what we always used to look at was what can you do well? So we'd start there. Now, I'm going to relate this to my area of expertise, which is marketing. So when you look at your marketing, what is marketing, first of all? It's it's there's so many components. I would start with product, place price, promotion. Those are your your pillars of marketing, what your product is, what the price is, the place that you're going to be marketing this, showing where it is, and product, place, price, and your promotion, what you're doing to promote it. So those are the basis of marketing, and it's such a big um, area. Now, when we look at marketing and on social media, and I do want to just pause and say marketing is not just about social media. And I'm going to be talking about social media in this podcast. But please be aware that you should also be growing your list and making sure that you have a list of your potential customers and your actual customers. And that's for another day, another another topic and a very important one. But I don't want anyone to leave this podcast thinking, OK, I'm great on social media. I'm confident. That's awesome. But it's not the total of your marketing. It's not your business. It's not the total sum of your business by any means. So let's get back to today's point, social media. Now, because I spent years in higher education um, speaking and uh, teaching adults and also learning from them, I do feel that I've got a hold on what gives people that confidence to be visible. So in terms of being visible online, the starting point, I, I would say, is always from what you are comfortable doing. Now, Hand on heart, I would say, don't listen to those people who say, get out of your comfort zone. 
Why would you, certainly not initially, now I'm not saying don't try new things, that's awesome, but why would you get out of your comfort zone? If you're really good at writing, you're going to write posts. If you love doing video, you're going to do videos. If you like writing two or three sentences, you're going to do short posts. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fabulous. So start with what you feel happy with doing. And on the same count, you know, people might say, oh, you've got to post. They used to say you have to post 10 times a day on social media on one platform. Forget that. I think most of us know that now, but there are a lot of myths going around. So there's no need to post lots of times a day. And I would positively discourage that for a lot of very good reasons, um, which, again, on the um, on, in my group and on the seminar that Natalie and I are running, I'll go into more detail about that. But to get back to visibility, what you do need to do is um, post in a consistent way. So if you only have time to post once a week, make it once a week. I'm not saying that's ideal, but you can do once a week and then you can go up to twice a week. If you only have a few moments, then post something short and to the point. And again, we're going to content in a lot more detail another time. But to give yourself visibility and to grow your confidence in this, there's no need to stretch yourself beyond the, the reasonable. Now, of course, in business, there is a, a baseline. You have to decide Let's say, for example, I'm going to post twice a week. I'm going to do it on Tuesdays and Fridays and I'll post in the mornings. And then you have to obviously be aware of what you're posting about. Now, don't ask about um, people's favorite food or ask them sort of have they been abroad or anything. Stick within your lane. Obviously, they're relevant to your business. That's absolutely fine. But stick within your lane. So whatever you're posting about um, you're posting valuable content for your ideal audience. So you're the expert, whether it's health and fitness, whether it's travel, you are the expert. Just share your expertise. And it can be short and to the point. It might be a longer article. Now, again, confidence. When people write, um, they sometimes are worried, understandably, about their grammar, about their spelling. There are lots of ways to help you with this. Now, People are talking now online about AI, artificial intelligence. Fantastic. But, you know, hands up, I am a terrible touch typist. I'm not even a touch typist. I cannot type to save my life. And people who know me well will know that my work, sadly, is full of typos. And however many times I check, one or two will slip through. But I have developed a strategy. So the reason I'm sharing my strategy with you um, is so that you can think of, okay, I'm aware that I'm not so good at that. And that's making me feel I lack in confidence or someone might have a little chuckle at me. I hope no one would laugh out loud because that's very rude and unnecessary. So how can you look at what you can do and improve on it so that you feel confident and happy that, that you're presenting yourself well and visibly online? So what I do is I usually open a Google document and I dictate, voice dictate, um, what I'm I'm writing. And then I, I see it written on the page and then I can see any errors in the actual a tool that hasn't understood what I've said. Um, and then I can go through and correct it. Now, it's very, very quick for me now because I've been practicing, but it's still quicker than typing. Now, someone else will say, I can type quickly. That's awesome. What I'm just saying is I'm okay with words, but I'm, I'm aware that I have a lot of typos because my lack of skill at typing. Um, for those of you not got the visuals, I was just demonstrating by waving my fingers around a typing mode. <laughs> but I, I recognize that I'm not very good at typing. So 
especially with my longer posts, I will put them into a Google Doc. And it's funny how you develop techniques to be confident in what you do and to present something good and useful for your audience. And then you find that it actually helps you in many other ways. Because I started putting my posts, first of all, in a Google document and voice dictating most of them, it just like occurred to me like a light bulb, and maybe you do this already, when we post on social media, not we all know, I think, that not everybody, far from everybody in our connections and friends list, whatever platform you use, will see that post. So I'm sitting there using my Google documents. I'm thinking, actually, I need to save these posts. So that took me to another step, which is now um, I most of my posts I will save in a Google document because in three or four months time, or maybe even in a week's time, but usually it's three or four months cycle, what I've posted before will again be relevant. Maybe I have to change a few things. And I know that people will have missed, a lot of people will have missed the original information. And to be honest, nobody goes through thinking, aha, I know that Susan or Amanda or John or Fatma or Aziz posted that exactly three months, two days and two hours ago. Of course they're not. And I, that's one of my quirks, sense of humor, I hope. But People are not going to do that. And if they have seen it before, it's fine. It will be something, it'll come to them in a new light. And and if you want to use a previous post where the content is obviously still relevant and you have updated anything that's necessary, you can even say, I dropped this to my community a few months ago and got a lot of interest. I'd like to share it again. You know, you can be totally upfront about it if you're concerned that people might um, not be bored, but think, okay, she's recycling. Because yes, you are recycling, but you're recycling things that are useful. So if I go back to where I started from, what I'm saying is don't feel that something is a weakness because you find a strategy to help you, as in my voice dictation into Google Docs, because then you may find that that leads you to something else that is equally helpful. So I'm just going to look down at my notes here. Um, Yeah, on terms of visibility, I believe it's very, very important to play for you with to your strengths, as I've said before. So f- think about and find what are you good at, because you'll be good at many things. But what are you most comfortable with? What excites you most? If it's videos, fantastic. Then spend your time making videos. They travel the furthest. They get the most engagement. So you'd be lucky if you, if you are. Um, if you're not confident with the background you have at your home, you might think about, you know, because you've got people moving around you know, different generations, you've got maybe got animals, you may be the bookcase, you know, is too busy, whatever. But then think about, okay, where can I go? Maybe for me, um, if you if you see, ever see me out and about recording videos, um, and even now on this, um, this uh, background I've got here, I like going to the beach or the park, I find it actually quite quiet. Um, I think the natural background works well for my audience. And also, if I'm honest, I feel that it, it distracts the focus from me, and what I look like, and people are um, looking at the background. Now, I don't think any of us who are decent, nice people look at someone doing a video and, and, you know, critique them. It's just not normal. I don't do it, and I'm sure you don't do it. But from a point of view of confidence, me included, we often feel that people are, you know, looking at how our hair is blowing in the wind, or is it combed, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, they're not. They're interested in the content that you and me are creating. So visibility, play to your strengths. Now, I've already mentioned that you should post consistently. And the other thing to do to create your visibility, a neat little thing to do, so easy for all of us, is before you go into your social media platform or platforms of choice, 
interact on them for five to 10 minutes, what amount of time you've got, even if it's only a couple of minutes. So you go to your genuine connections and friends, you look at their posts, excuse me, something that you can relate to, support them, because being supportive to other people, um, the reciprocation really works, reciprocity, actually, because you support them, they'll support you. Now, absolutely heartfelt, genuine comments and interaction. Very, very important. If you read someone's post and it doesn't relate to you, you don't understand it, move on to someone else's post because you want to be really heartfelt and genuine. And then also because that person will appreciate what you've done and you've interacted, um, it will help to grow your confidence because a good someone who's confident and happy on social media know how social media works more to the point. The people who know how social media works, when you make a comment, they will reply in appreciation. And it all helps that, even if only subconsciously. And I'll leave Natalie on our, our joint um, workshop seminar to go more into that, because as I said, that is her area of expertise. But from the classroom and from my teaching background and my lecturing background, I know that interaction and people appreciating comments and other people's work really builds up that student, whether we're little kids or, or adults. It, it really helps. And it's a sort of common sense thing when we hear about it, but sometimes we forget. But from a very from a point of view of visibility on social media, get into the habit of even if it's only five minutes a day, going onto your platform of choice, say it's LinkedIn, say it's Facebook, and interact with your peers. They might be potential customers, clients, they might be your avatar, they may be existing customers, your connections. And that will help them and it will help you because then when you put your post up, even if it's a three-line post of valuable content. Remember, I said it doesn't have to be long. It can be short, and often short is more effective. Um, when you put your post up, Facebook knows or LinkedIn knows that you're there in the community interacting, and your post will go further. Now, to hand on heart, I'm not someone for playing the algorithms. I'm aware of them, and this is one that makes sense to me. You know, if you go into a room, you have small talk conversation, first of all. And you, you listen to other people and you interact with them before you rush in with, hey, did you know? And then give your advice because it, it's just not socially calibrated, is it, to rush into a into a physical situation in the room and say, hey, I've just heard the next best thing is since sliced bread is this new platform and it's amazing. You listen, you interact, and then you put in your enthusiastic response, which neatly takes me on to the next point. Be enthusiastic, be genuine. You need to, I don't want to say hype it up a little bit, but you need to almost be um, acting a little bit. Now, I'm not saying not be true to yourself, be true to yourself. But now, as I'm recording this podcast, if you're watching it live on my page, I am uh, I'm using a lot of gestures. I'm using a little bit more emphasis with my voice than I would do in real life. But this is exactly what I would do in the classroom or the lecture hall. I would be enunciating more clearly. I would put longer pauses in. It just helps get your audience attention. So if you're writing something on Facebook or LinkedIn, be, be a little bit, I don't want to use the word dramatic because it might be misunderstood, but have license to be a little bit over the top. And it will come out, um, your personality will come out more. Okay, so this is about being confident to be visible. So being visible online. And I've said just to sort of round it up and talk, go towards a summing up stage. I've talked about um, do things that you're comfortable with because you'll get ahead that way and absolutely learn new skills as and when you feel it's the right time. Now, to be visible online, 
If you have got a Facebook account, you'll have a Facebook profile. You should be using your personal profile. I say should because although I am broadcasting this to my page now, there's a reason. I honestly don't think anybody will see this live on the page. And if you are listening now, thank you very much. But the reason, and let's stick on visibility, the reason I'm broadcasting this to my page is because from my page, I can share it to other areas of Facebook. But being visible on your page is really, really difficult. Unless you're running ads, honestly, no one's going to see your page unless you tell them it's there. So you might say to your audience, I'm going to be broadcasting from my business page at such and such a time. But basically assume that no one's watching you. But the art of being visible is perhaps um, one way of doing it, not perhaps definitely, is to reshare or reuse what you've done. So you do your work, like I'm recording this podcast, I'm I'm popping it on my Facebook page. And thank you if you are watching from my Facebook page. And then later, I have the choice if I want to, to share it to my Facebook group and share it to my personal profile. Now, if I put this originally on my Facebook group, I wouldn't be able to share it outside those group members. So always start with the bigger audience place and you can share it around. And later on, you might decide if you've got um, a recording of your podcast or a video, you could chop it up and put it on um, YouTube. But you don't need to be on every platform all at once. So the the favourites, and I think the ones that definitely have the best traction for business are LinkedIn is absolutely my favourite. Um, it takes a little bit longer to, to feel like you're getting things going, but it is a professional place, which doesn't mean we go and immediately sell, sell, sell to people. We don't. The same rule to feel to be visible online is to add good content, be consistent, and you will grow your audience and you will interact with them. So you can recalibrate um, to different platforms. So the tone that I would use on Facebook might be slightly different to the tone and I may add or delete some lines from a post that started on Facebook that moves to LinkedIn because it's more business-like. I'm not saying it's not fun. It's fun. You can be quirky and you do do need to be audacious and out there because, you know, as I say, when you're talking with your friends and family normally, you don't need to be quite so animated to get their attention, but you do need to be animated and sometimes a little bit cheeky, true to your own personality on social media to get that traction so that people listen to the really good content you have. And I'm going to finish with saying, if you're sitting here listening to my podcast and thinking, it's all very well, Susan, because you trained and you taught in college. Yes, I do have that advantage, but I absolutely promise you, you will have skills, skills that I don't have, that the next person doesn't have. You'll have extra skills in your area of expertise. And it's a learning curve for everyone. So if you're listening to this podcast and thinking, I know nothing, I have got nothing to share, send me a direct message and I will 100% pop on a call with you and reassure you, whatever field you're in, you have got talent that you can share with your audience. Um, That that I know I can do because I said it in college for years, students would come in the room and they would say, oh, I don't know. You do. It's just that you haven't discovered yet, it yet or someone else hasn't. It may be in a hobby. It may be in something you did in a previous um, job or work experience or career or business. And we've all got transferable skills. And then we all recognize, hey, I need a little bit of work on that so that I can share my knowledge on, on this. Okay. So that's what I've got for you today. Um, 
a little bit of, of strategy, a little, a few tips and hints. Um, this is the second episode of my podcast for 2023. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Now, if you are listening within um, within the publishing uh, 10 days, you will get a chance to join Natalie I and, and I on, uh, Natalie and me actually, Natalie and me on our seminar workshop. So look below and you will see the links to find out about that. And there are also lots of other links. So don't worry if, you, if you've missed that one. We will be running it again. It's always live and there's lots of other things included in that registration. But over and above that, you'll find links to my Facebook group if you're not already a member and lots of other goodies for you to look at. Thank you very much for joining me today. If you're on my live uh, page, once this recording has finished and I've wrapped up, I will drop the same information on my page. And like I said, folks, whatever you're doing, if you wish to, you can reuse it and reshare it on other platforms. So this is the end of episode two of 2023 podcast. Thank you very much. Have an awesome afternoon and I will see you soon. And, you know, just look at the links below. You'll know where to find me.